When you first find out you're pregnant, it's such an exciting time. But that excitement quickly turns into a feeling of overwhelm for many mamas, especially many first-time mamas. I'm willing to bet that you were overwhelmed once it soaked in that you had a baby on the way. One of the first big decisions you make when you find out you're expecting is who you will see as your provider. Now, back in episode five, we went over a long list of how to pick your provider. But today, I want to go into a little bit more detail into why you choose who you choose. So let's dive in. Are you a Christian woman yearning for a beautiful, joyful pregnancy and birth with a focus on God, not medical tests? Are you worried the birth you want isn't possible and you're tired of being treated like an accident waiting to happen? Hey mama, I'm Lori, host of Your Birth, God's Way. I'm a certified nurse midwife now, but I wasn't always. After working for nearly 20 years in the broken maternity system, I too was in your shoes wondering how I could have the birth I wanted and that I felt God meant for me to have. I found a secret that has actually been known since the beginning of time. God's way is the best way. Spoiler alert, God made us and our babies and he knows us best. He designed us perfectly for pregnancy, birth, and nourishing our babies after birth if we work with his design and not against it. In this podcast, you'll learn how to be healthy and have joy during this time of life that will be over before you know it. So if you're ready to reclaim your birth and your babies for his glory, go turn on a few episodes of Bluey for that little one on your hip so you can put the focus back on you for a few minutes with me. Hey mama, do you wish that there was a way to grow your faith in God as you prepare yourself for labor and birth? Have you been searching for reliable information about pregnancy that doesn't leave the creator out of the birth process? I know what it feels like to be frustrated at trying to find solid information that doesn't try to force evolution and almost pagan philosophies down your throat. When I was pregnant, even as a midwife student at the time, I felt I couldn't find that solid base of information I needed to draw me nearer to God while preparing me for the journey of birth itself. Imagine if you had a roadmap to strengthen your walk with God while gaining the information and skills you need to confidently face birth as well as the postpartum period and breastfeeding. Well, now you've got it. That is exactly why I created the Your Birth God's Way live online childbirth education course, where I will teach you all you need to know to make informed choices during pregnancy and to face childbirth with strength and confidence and faith in the one who made you, your baby, in the birthing process itself. Inside this course, you will grow your faith and your knowledge base at the same time. You will be able to confidently make the best decisions for you and your baby without compromising what you know to be true. You will walk away with a closer relationship with your Heavenly Father, as well as a foundation of learning from me, a certified nurse midwife who has not only spent 20 years in the maternity field, but has also walked the talk. I had all of my babies naturally outside the hospital and breastfed them all for well over a year. If you're ready to step into a faith-based childbirth education program, then this is the course for you. And now is the time to sign up. I'm only going to be able to admit 25 mamas into this first class so that we can have a small, intimate group where we can share, grow friendships, and walk this road of pregnancy together as like-minded Christian women. I want you to be a part of it. So don't miss out because once it's full, doors are closed for good. The link to sign up is in the description of this episode, so head down now and claim your spot. At that link, 
You'll find all the details of what is included in the course and what we'll cover each week. Not only will you get the content listed there, you will also get exclusive access to weekly live question and answer sessions at the conclusion of each class, so you can get customized answers to your specific situation. This is a one-of-a-kind course, and I want you there, Mama. So head down to that link now so you can claim your roadmap to peace and joy, not chaos and fear, during your pregnancy and birth. Picking your provider for birth is a huge decision, but I have found that most people decide on what they heard from a friend or maybe a Facebook group, and they usually don't put a whole lot of thought into it, not nearly as much thought as they need to. Now, there, there is some value to what your friends have experienced or what you can hear from a mom group on Facebook to get people's opinions on the style of the provider, the things that they believe and things like that. But you're here listening to this podcast. And because you're listening to this podcast, I'm willing to bet that you're likely wanting something different than what a lot of other people want. If you want a faith-filled, natural birth, you're going to need to take some extra time to make sure you make a good choice. And even if you just want a faith-filled, normal, run-of-the-mill birth, you're still going to want to take extra time to make sure you're with a provider who supports your beliefs. Most people find it very hard to break up with their provider. And what I mean by break up is you have your physician or your midwife or whomever you're seeing, you guys get at odds with each other, you don't like something that they said or something they want you to do, and you decide you need, need a different provider, but it's very, very hard to break for some reason. A lot of people really struggle with it, and most people just don't ever do it. They stick with them and think, eh, it's no big deal. I'll just get a new provider next time. But it is a big deal. It's a hard decision to make. I know that because I did make that decision. With my first pregnancy, I didn't want to fire my midwife. It was not fun. It was not a good position to be in. But eventually my back was against the wall and I had to do it. The decision was basically made for me. So here I was left at term, ready to have a baby any day without a provider. Now I was blessed to know a lot of midwives because I was in school. I'd met a lot of people along the way. So I knew a lot of people, but most of the midwives that I knew were a long way away. I was also blessed, because they were a long way away, to be able to travel to one of my dear friends who opened up her home to me. To this day, I call it Lisa's Bed, Birth, and Breakfast because that's what I got. I got a bed, a birth, and a breakfast fixed for me the next morning. I wish everybody could have such a great experience, but I know that not all have that ability. And for that reason, it is really in your best interest to make sure that you make a good choice on the front end. During episode five, I went through a laundry list of questions for you to consider when you're making this choice. And I want you to go back and listen to that if you haven't listened to it recently to make sure that you, you know, have a list of questions to ask when you're interviewing a provider. But today I want to dig more into the differences between doctors and midwives. Now, I'm going to be speaking in some generalities, of course, because there are obstetricians who are very, very natural minded 
and there are midwives who are very, very medical minded. And then there's everything in between. And that's why you need all those questions that I talked about so that you can determine which ones are which and which one fits you best. Now, of course, if you can find a provider who not only claims to be a Christian, but also shows their faith in the open, that is a good start. But remember that many, many Christians separate their faith from the medical world. So even that isn't a sure bet, unfortunately. So try to find a like-minded Christian if you can, no matter which direction you go. But now I want to look at the differences between OBGYNs and midwives. I use the term OB, OBGYN, obstetrician. I use all those terms interchangeably. So when you hear me say one or the other, I mean the same thing. But let's look at first OBGYN training. So an OBGYN is a medical doctor. They start with four years of pre-med school, pre-medical school. Then they go on to four years of medical school, which is just generalized medicine. They look at a little bit of everything. They take classes in pretty much every discipline that you can think of, at least a, a little chunk of it. Then they move on to residency, which this is the point at which they've kind of decided what area they're going to specialize in. So for obstetricians, they're doing a residency in obstetrical care and gynecological care because OBGYN is obstetrician gynecologist. So they get training in obstetrics, which is pregnancy, birth, all of that aspect of life for women. And then there's gynecology, which is the well women's care and all the things that can go wrong in that aspect of women's health. Okay. They are also trained surgeons. They learn how to do surgery. They learn how to do C-sections and many of them learn other gynecological procedures as well. OBGYNs tend to have a more medical mindset. And what I mean by that is they lean on medical technology. They lean on the latest, greatest thing. They believe that C-sections are as safe, if not safer, than a natural birth in many cases. They tend to believe that the medical, bo- the medical model excuse me, is favorable over things that are natural. That's, again, not always for all, but in general, that is what you're going to find with obstetricians they will tend to go the medical route. The problem with a trained surgeon is that surgeons like to operate. And so very often, especially with things like continuous fetal monitoring and the liability-laden world that we live in, often an obstetrician will tend to recommend a C-section much quicker because they have the skills to perform it and they trust it. They believe that it's a safe, maybe the safest option, depending on the the obstetrician. Many obstetricians think that C-sections are better than vaginal births. Okay. So that's an obstetrician in a nutshell. I know that I'm leaving out a lot of details. I know that there are exceptions, but in a nutshell, that's their training. That's what they are good at. And that is their tendencies. Now let's look at midwives. Midwives, there's lots of different kinds of midwives and they go through various training. But in general, certified nurse midwives, that's what I am, 
They usually have a bachelor's degree in nursing. Occasionally, they may have it in another discipline and have gone through some type of a bridge program to get into nursing. Then they also get a master's in nursing with a specialty of nurse midwifery. That degree includes about two years. The master's degree includes about two years or so of what's called didactic work. That's your classroom work where you're reading the textbook, taking the test, writing the papers, doing all those things. Then there's also an extended clinical period. And you could kind of compare that to maybe residency versus pre-med and med school on the OB side. So the clinical period has lots of different requirements, different things that you have to become proficient at. One of the requirements for my CNM program, and I don't know about all programs, I don't know if they all require the same numbers, but we had to catch 40 babies independently before we could complete our clinical portion. There was also many, many other things that we had to do besides just catching babies, but that was, you know, the number of babies that we had to catch. Um, And it wasn't just a time requirement. It wasn't just, you know, six months, nine months, a year or whatever. It was the amount of time that you needed to get the things done that you had to do to graduate. I hope that makes sense. In my mind it does, but sometimes what actually comes out isn't as clear. So I apologize if that doesn't make sense. Then there are also CPMs, which are Certified Professional Midwives, and they go through more of an apprenticeship type model. They do have book work. They do have tests and things like that. They have certain requirements that they have to meet, but a lot of their training comes more in an on-the-job training format, if you will. Some are also registered nurses. In fact, I found a lot are also registered nurses, and they have decided to become midwives through a different route than CNMs for various reasons. Sometimes it's due to state licensure requirements. Sometimes it's due to collaboration requirements with physicians, and they would rather be more independent. So they choose the CPM route, which tends to be more independent and less medical different reasons. And if you interview a CPM, I would encourage you to ask why they, especially one that's a nurse, encourage you to ask them why they chose that route. That'll tell you a lot about them and what what their mentality is. Usually CPMs and CNMs are going to be more natural minded than OBGYNs. Usually most people that go into midwifery go into it because they love and respect vaginal birth. They want to support that which is natural as much as they can, usually. That is not always the case, of course, as I said before. Generalities are dangerous because everybody's got their exceptions. But in general, they respect the birth process and they see operative birth as an absolute last resort because they respect and believe that vaginal birth is safer than an operation. Okay. So nutshell for CNN or for midwives in general, more natural minded. They go through various types of training. They tend to support things like home birth, birth center, things like that. And they respect the birth process. So I brought up home birth, birth center location. So let's go into now how to decide which provider is best for you. Now, in some places, you're not going to have a choice. Depending on your physical location, there may not be very many options. But if you live in an area where you can choose, you do have choices, let's look at 
who you might want to pick based on where you want to have your baby. So if you're planning to have your baby at home, you're definitely going to choose a midwife who attends home births. I don't know of any OBs who do home birth as their main practice. You might find a needle in a haystack in some places, maybe in rural places, but most likely if you are having a home birth, you're going to need to find a midwife who attends home births. She may have a collaborating physician, but it's very unlikely that you would ever see them at your home. They will be consulted if there's a variation of normal, if there's a true emergency that arises, but you're not actually going to receive your care from them. Birth center births, also you're usually going to have a midwife. It depends on location, but usually again midwives. Now I did work at a practice that was attached to physically attached to the owner physician's office. And sometimes he would come up if certain things came up and we needed his assistance or his um, input on a situation that was going on, but he was not the main provider to attend the birth. Again, you might have that collaborating physician. In our case, it, he was the owner and he was physically on site, but for freestanding birth centers, they will have a physician that they can consult if needed, but that's not going to be your main provider. Finally, a hospital birth. Even within a hospital, though, you're going to have different types of philosophies. You're going to have different types of birth that you might want. So if you are wanting the protocol, just the regular run-of-the-mill birth like most people have, you want the monitoring, the epidural, you might be induced. Believe it or not, I still recommend that you have a midwife who has hospital privileges if available. Most mamas, even hospital birth mamas, don't need an obstetrician. Midwives are experts in normal birth and normal pregnancy, even the kinds that have some medical intervention. So if you don't have pre-existing conditions, if you are considered low risk or even in a hospital setting, sometimes medium or high risk, you can still see a midwife in many cases and they are going to support your ability to have a vaginal birth in a different way than many OBGYNs will. The models that work best, the models that have the best outcomes in the whole world are places where midwives attend somewhere between 70 and 80% of the births and the obstetricians only attend those few that have true, how do I say it? high-risk situations that truly need a physician's care. That is not the majority of moms. If you want to have a natural birth in a hospital, you certainly want to have a midwife, if at all possible, or an OBGYN who has a proven track record of supporting natural birth. No bait and switches. No, yes, I'll support you if. No, well you're at this many weeks, we probably need to induce you. Or if you go this long, we're going to induce you or whatever else. Once you go down that medical route, it becomes harder and harder and harder to have that natural birth. So if you want a natural birth, try to find a practice that has midwives that attend your birth at the hospital. If you have a pre-existing medical condition that impacts birth or impacts pregnancy, in that case, an obstetrician is going to be your best provider because they do have that additional medical training that will be applicable to your situation. Again, that's somewhere around 20 to 30% of moms, not the majority by any stretch. 
So if you do have one of those situations, then an obstetrician will likely be your best choice. If you do not have those situations and you are considered low risk, as I've said before, I hate that term low risk because it implies that everyone has some risk. I don't like it, but we work with the terminology that we have. So if you are low risk, you can usually very safely be attended by a midwife and have a great outcome. Some family physicians are still out there that will attend births. They are a dying breed though, so I'm not going to go into a lot, of, a lot of detail about them, but if you have a local family practitioner who still attends births, they are very often midwife-like in that they tend to regard birth more like a midwife than like a doctor. So that is a good alternative if you have it available to you. But again, these days, most family doctors do not attend births. So I'm not going to go into a whole lot of detail for that. I know this just seems like a lot. I get it. It's like, whoa, what do I even start? Totally understand. So if you need more help, I'm here to help you. Right now, the doors are open for the very first Your Birth, God's Way, Christian Childbirth Education course. This is going to be a live course where you can talk directly to me. And the really neat thing is at the end of each class, you're going to have the opportunity to submit questions to ask me that I'll answer live. So we can dig more into whatever the issue is that you need help with. So if you're really struggling with picking out your provider and knowing which direction to go, we can talk about that. If you'll go to the link down below in the description, there's a layout of everything that we're going to cover so you can get an idea of what to expect. But again, remember that there's also going to be that exclusive opportunity to ask whatever questions are on your mind at that time. So I want you to go ahead and grab one of those seats because it is limited to just the first 25 mamas and some of those seats are already gone. And I want you to be in there with me for this inaugural class. There's only one first ever. So you'll get to say that you were part of the very first Your Birth God's Way Christian Education course. I want to have you there. I want to be able to walk with you on this awesome, exciting journey that you're on, searching for a way to grow closer to God while you grow that sweet baby that's in your tummy. I am honored that you would consider letting me into such a beautiful time of your life. And I just really want you there. So go down to the description Click on that link, go check it out. If you have questions, there's a lot of questions that are answered in there, but if you have more questions, just shoot me an email. I'll be happy to answer whatever questions you have. Otherwise, I will see you right back here next week. Real quick, if today's episode blessed you in any way, would you head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a quick five-star written review? It'll take you less than a minute, but it's the best thank you you can give me. And it will help my show to reach more mamas just like you so we can all find God's best for our families. I'll see you right back here in a few days.